following podcast is a Jill Divine Media production. Christianity has become known for judgy people, strange words, ancient stories, confusing rules, and a members-only mindset. This is why I stayed away from the church for so long, but it's not supposed to be that way. I'm Jill Devine, a former radio personality with three tattoos, a love for a good tequila, and who's never read the entire Bible. Yet, here I am hosting a podcast about faith. The Normal Goes a Long Way podcast is your home for real conversations with real people using real language about how faith and real life intersect. Welcome to the conversation. We are going to continue this journey that I have been talking about with not as well, yes, goals, resolutions, um, just getting outside your comfort zone. So you, if you haven't had a chance this new year, I started off with uh, Audrey Fleetwood. We talked about some brave stuff that she did. She went on a solo trip to Europe and she's 19 and I am just completely taken back by that. And so I wanted to take season six and continue the stories and continue listening to others and and how things are impacting their lives and also talking about faith and how it comes about. Because here's the thing. One of the things that we don't talk enough about, I feel, is that being with God can happen anywhere. Growing your faith can happen anywhere. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a formal setting. And so I want to continue that talk with Emily Elam. How are you, Emily? I'm great, Jill. Thanks for having me on your podcast. So let me explain how I know you. You attend the church that I attend and work at, Messiah St. Charles, and you're also like a powerhouse professional and you're on all these boards and you're just amazing. And I love seeing what you're doing in your life. And then we started talking about something that you did that was uncomfortable and was outside your comfort zone. And I mean, I'm really honored that you said some of it was you were thinking of me. Yeah. <laughs> You've been, you know, Jill, you've been such a spiritual leader, whether you realize it or not, for me and I think many others. And so I don't I was, realize it. I don't think it should be surprising that I thought of you. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is. And but I think that that's what the beauty is because of these conversations. Yeah. So I am really sure that somebody is going to be listening to this and they're going to think the same thing about you, Emily. So I had some episodes about my first time retreating and I will have those linked in the show notes at normalgoesalongway.com. But it was my documentation of my very first retreat and you listened to those. Can you Tell me a little bit about what you were thinking when you were listening to those or what like kind of stood out, because that is where you told me that you started thinking about this with what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So I was, you know, feeling um, kind of stuck a little bit, maybe. And I've been through some challenges in my personal life, as as you know, I had kind of a painful divorce. Well, not kind of, it's never kind of painful, a painful divorce. <laughs> Let's be honest, a, a painful divorce and that really upended my life and shook my self-confidence more than 
I could have ever imagined. Mm. And through kind of that recovery journey, if you want to think about it that way, my faith was really the thing that kept me going. I mean, of course, I had support from friends and family and my community here at Messiah. But I mean, literally, Joe, like there are so many days like my faith was just that was it that that kept me going. And so, I, you know, I'm kind of, you know, coming out of this season just to sort of set the stage for when I first heard the particular podcast that we're talking about right now. And, you know, I'm in this new home that I've moved into and I'm kind of getting things set up and, you know, doing things myself in a way that I maybe had never had to do before. And, you know, I don't have TV set up at this point. So, you know, your podcast is one of the things that that I listen to (laughs) for, you know, the sound of another human, right? Right. And and so I'm listening to this podcast that, that you had, and it was actually three episodes that you did on the power of retreat. Mm-hmm. And you kind of talked about getting outside your comfort zone and just connecting with the Lord and with yourself in a way that, um, I actually wrote this down, sometimes, and I think this is from a book that you referenced, but Sometimes even with our best friends, we're not always our completely authentic selves. Yeah. Maybe we're trying to portray a little bit better image or we're trying to minimize some of what we're going through. And just this idea of going, going it alone and Mm -hmm. just your guard is completely gone. Before we get into that, what I loved, I just wrote it down, is that you said through all of this craziness your faith has kept you going. And a lot of times you will see the opposite. You will see people question their faith, which is totally normal. But when bad things happen, it's like, I don't, I know, how could you do this? How could this happen to me? And so I'm very interested in that. Like, how did your faith do that? Was that more of a prayer every day? Was it more talk? Like how, how did that work for you? Yeah, I would say, and certainly I had, you know, anger, not really at God, but just kind of why do things seem to work out better for other people Mm -hmm. than I feel like they have for me. And there were so many times when I felt like I didn't even have the strength to pray. I didn't even have the words. And I am so grateful that I had a strong foundation of faith to begin with that I just, through all the pain, just, I just knew that God loved me and I, you know, still sometimes struggle to see what's the plan. You know, we hear all these verses about, you know, it, it's, uh, if it's not good, it's not over yet. And, you know, God works the good, you know, in all things for the people who love him and, And that's something that's been a struggle, but I love the Lord and I know that he loves me and that didn't change. I I don't really know how else to explain it other than to say like that was my anchor and coming to church, connecting with my community group, connecting with you and, and others here in the church and just asking for that prayer and support was sustaining in ways that I can't even really capture into words. 
So I have you here to talk about uncomfortable, talk about retreat, and it's the challenge. I said it at the beginning. I said this in Audrey's episodes that whether you're a New Year's resolution kind of person, whether you set goals, whether you set whatever it may be, let's do that. Um, I will say for me, I don't necessarily do resolutions, but I definitely prepare myself. And each year is a little bit different. And this year, uh, leading up to the new year, I was preparing myself a little bit different with this new planner that I got a part of where you intentionally start figuring some stuff out. It's not necessarily goals. It's like, hey, let's look at this part of your life, this part of your life, this part of your life. Why are we feeling this certain way? And how are we going to make sure that we are addressing whatever it is you want throughout the year? So for me, January, I'm just like kind of a with my type A personality, like Monday is the start of the week. That's a reset, refresh. Uh, January is the start of a new year. And it's easy to fall off throughout the weeks and the months, but to always go back and to remember. And so that is one thing that I want to start with is, hey, when you set these unattainable goals or you put so much pressure on yourself, it's easy to fall away. Mm -hmm. But you have your life, you have your year, you have your five years, whatever it may be. But whatever is on your heart and your mind, let's do what we can to put it into action. And so get uncomfortable, do the things. And you did that. Mm -hmm. So take me to the planning of this amazing trip that you went on. So I went by myself to Honolulu, which is one of my favorite places in the world. And I... I I will say I didn't necessarily think of it as a retreat before I left in the sense of, you know, when I think of a a retreat, I think of something more like what you described on your earlier podcast where you're you're going and there's some sort of structure and someone leading it. And it it really wasn't until I got there and I think I texted you that Mm -hmm. I realized this is my retreat. This is what I needed to just kind of get away and and recenter myself, but I didn't have a heavy agenda and I wanted to be gracious to myself and acknowledge the season of life that I'm in and just kind of see how I felt when I got there. And I knew that it was going to be uncomfortable. I'm not You know, leading up to this, I was a person who wouldn't even go to a sit-down restaurant by myself because that was just, you know, intimidating. And what will people think of me there alone? And no one cares. But in my mind, you know, I had that kind of built up. And so for me to decide I'm going to go to Honolulu by myself is totally out of my, my norm. But in some ways, I think it felt inevitable. That's the place where I feel happiest in the world. And, you know, I got there and it was like, of course I would, I would do this. Of course I would come here to, to recenter, to find my peace. This is the place where I would do it. How many times have you been before this time? Um, 
Well, to Hawaii, I think this was my seventh trip. Okay. It was maybe my fifth to Honolulu. Let's back up, though. You didn't just book the trip like a week before you went, right? Or did you... Did you? A couple weeks. <gasps> really? Okay. So this is so crazy because like Audrey explained yeah. that she knew her sophomore year of high school, she was taking a gap year. So she was planning and saving money. And so she knew, but she also said no agenda. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I want to do. I can do it by myself. But you're like, okay, wait, you just like woke <laughs> up and you said, I'm going to go. More or less, a little bit. So I, you know, I had been kind of banking vacation days, thinking, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna meet somebody or my life is going to change. I'm going to take this fabulous vacation. And I kind of realized I can't wait forever to live the rest of my life for, you know, something magical. To ha- I need to start living my life now. And using these days and I can either sit around my house and feel sorry for myself or I can do something fun. And so then I kind of thought, well, if I'm going to go by myself, where would I, where would I want to go? Where would I be comfortable? And wanted to go somewhere warm. And, you know, initially I was thinking, well, maybe I'll go to Florida or, you know, something perhaps more manageable. And then I just thought, I'm just going to look at flights to Honolulu. And from there, I think, you know, it it was totally inevitable at that point that this is what I was going to do. So I found some flights and I booked them. (laughs) I mean, like I'm sitting here thinking the woman that just across from me said, I do not go out to eat by myself. And then you booked a flight to Honolulu. Like, we're not talking Herman, Missouri, like where you could drive to. We are talking about completely like mind blown. But in some ways, Jill, I think I needed to do something I couldn't back out of. Yeah. So I booked these flights too far to come home early. You know, there's no going back early. From yeah. And I booked a nice hotel right on the beach. And, you know, I'm not giving up that that money that I've put down on, you know, you lose a night's stay if you don't go. And so it was kind of a way of holding myself accountable for doing it too. You know, if I think, if I would have just said, oh, I want to get out of town, I'm going to go to Chicago for the weekend mm-hmm. or something, you know, real easy. I might've been tempted to back out and to be honest with you, leading up to it, I was, you know, I, I remember you saying this in your podcast, you wrote the dates in pencil and mm-hmm. I did the same. I yeah. keep a paper planner and, and I wrote them in pencil and, you know, I remember being on calls with people from work or telling friends like, oh, I think I, I you know, I might go to Hawaii if I don't chicken out and, and, but it was like, there's no, there's no chickening out, you know, I I'm just going. All right, so you get on that flight, and you get there, walk through the journey. Yeah, so I, like I said, I didn't, well, I intentionally did not book a lot of activities for myself because I thought, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I may just want to sit on the beach and read or 
you know, I might feel sad. I don't know how I will feel, but I'm just going to take this step and remind myself that I can do things on my own and there doesn't always have to be someone right there with me and see if I can have fun in this most beautiful place on the mm -hmm. world. All right, let's go ahead and leave people in suspense, Emily, shall we? <laughs> let's come back in our next episode to finish up our conversation.